minute. Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 167. What's going uh, on, Tommy? As you did that, I yawned. Uh, but I'm here. What's cracking? I, um, given that it's uh, September, yeah. I was thinking we should um, start talking New Year's resolutions. <laughs> that you won't commit to. Talk about them. Mate, get, get as much I'm life out of them. the biggest committed to New Year's resolutions. And also the biggest failure to them oh, as potentially. well. I've I've had a few in in my uh, in my life, mate. We're we're still pretty far off. I usually do them on the on the day, um, or on no. the yeah the the following day. This is where people go wrong because they do their New Year's resolutions right when it's New Year's, okay. versus having a bit of a lead up. If you if you plan it now, you can actually implement it. So that by the time it's New Year's Eve, you can actually be doing the habit regularly yeah. rather than on the 1st of January needing to do it. Well, I think as Craig Harper always says, it's not about the day that you start. Like there's new Just because it, it feels good, it's number one, it's the first day of the year, like shit still won't change. Like, and I don't think the science or the data's out that says that it is the best day to start anything, and so so September fifth, it is. Are you, well, I think if don't you think if you went if you went on a, a an unusual day, like you just went against the grain, started on a Friday, as your Christmas party was about to happen, you'd probably if you can you know if you can hold off doing that, say if you know a lot of a lot of goals are around things that rely on your mental power. Uh, resisting something or not indulging mm. in something or not doing something. So you're probably stronger. You're probably building more resilience and power doing it on the day that you really don't want to do it. So so do you think September 5th is a good day then? Have you got something that you don't want to, that you don't want to, you know, do? Or what's your, oh, mate, what's your you're, resolution? You're sounding as, you're sounding as if I've, um, I've got some sort of plan to something that I've just brought up. I don't no, know. It, it felt like that. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, I think that um, I realize that over the years, I've always done this at about September, I'll start with New Year's resolutions. So, it's a good, so it's like three months or something until Christmas, is it? September, October, November? Yeah, around sort of three-ish months till Christmas. Till and party so it's season. A good, yeah, and it's a good, so like, I think that, um, yeah, uh, end of December, January one tends to be not a great time to try and um, get things happening. Whereas if you have started a news resolution in September, by December it you'll be in party season. I think it's a good thing. Like if you want to drink less, like yes, you could smash a heap of booze at Christmas. Or you could actually bring the news resolution forward and make it as if, like if you're serious about it being a long-term thing, why not start it so that it actually impacts one of the biggest drinking days normally over the year? Have you done something, have you got a news resolution that you're proud of that you've actually that you've achieved or you've uh, put to practice and stuck at it? 
yeah, I think that like it's hard to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or do I you think, think it's the, about amount like these? You you give them cracks, and over fifteen years, you've done a whole bunch of little stuff, and they might not have been successful to the way you painted them. But when you put them all together, there's quite a bit of success in that. Yeah, I think it's small incremental improvements every single year. I think that's probably what the reality of what yeah. a news resolution ends up being. Things are like I think definitely habits around um, drinking water has always been one. Um, stuff around like you know weight, for instance, that my weight journey. If people have gone to my Instagram and have seen what I look like when I was like twelve years old, I've gone on a very slow weight loss journey, which has had so many different sort of incarnations. But yeah, I think that it's. Um, I think it's worthwhile like for instance having a water bottle we actually got this from an uh, old couple from um, georgia in the u.s savannah georgia they just gave us two water bottles isn't that nice yeah. they were on is that them in the hotel in... room are you in their hotel room <laughs> have they put something <laughs> no. in that water no they're um they were, we met them in turkey they were super lovely and we were saying that we were uh going to be going hiking in slovenia um, and so have do you know about uh, i haven't told you this amy went on this trip. She went on this trip with this, I think it was this guy, and um, her like sister's her sister's friend wanted to go overseas, and she was looking for someone to go overseas with. And then, anyway, they booked this tour, and it turned out that they had booked a, a tour group that was like legit old people. <laughs> like she was like 20-something, and she was on the oldies tour group. And she said they had a great time. Ring and I would love this. We yes. would love that. Like, was, yeah. it, it was just your trip. I'm sure you would have met Amy on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. hundred <laughs> percent. We were actually like um, getting along with the old people. They would have been in their seventies, and we were um, connecting over them having to deal with. Um, they were on a cruise, and there were a bunch of rowdy young people drinking. Oh yeah. And Brian and I were just shaking our heads, just like, ah, oh, no, we're not into it. I, I did think um, just before I I had a bit of a nap today. I was just exhausted, but I was thinking as I woke up, I was thinking you would be in trouble if you, you. I don't think this podcast would if you were a drinker. This podcast, yeah, would have I think fallen apart. Like traveling overseas, nights out, just boozing on, doing this early mornings. It just <laughs> it would not work. So I'm glad that you're part of the oldie oldie club. Yeah. Well, it's a discipline too. I think that um, I mean this would be this would be a massive news resolution if you th- thought about this. And this was started the sixteenth of January, but I definitely, um, if you think about it, my news resolution for this year was, um, or sort of idea was creative momentum, and so that creative momentum started off as a doing YouTube videos and then. I thought, you know what, I think I can actually make a bigger impact and do it if I want to do it something daily, doing something that's minimum viable product that's mm. going to take less time than producing a crazy video. Yeah. And I land, like, you know, we landed on this. Yeah, it, it is good. I think you set the intention of, of what you want to be doing. And for me, I mm. like, I don't find, and maybe I should, but I don't find, I, I, I don't set specific goals 
that you could really go, well, you know, you've ended up in that exact place. I always set over my t- over my life and then obsess about something that I want to be doing and I usually end up mm. gravitating towards that because I'm thinking about it. And so I like the momentum, the creative momentum, because it's like it's not specific but your intention when you're doing things and mm. um, where, you, where you're sort of heading has that in mind. So this definitely has got some creative momentum within it. How do you de- how do you think it would be a good way to develop a news resolution? Oh, I just don't think. I think when it's wrapped up, don't do it at New Year's. Do it, have a New Year's resolution, yeah. but don't do it because you're at almost New triggered by New Year's. You're triggered by New Year's resolutions. I can tell it's you get the same attitude as if I say I'm going to join a gym. No, I'm actually happy with that. As long as it's the one I'm at, so we can go together. I'm actually all good for that. We, we are going to start. I told Bree yesterday that you and uh, Tommy D and I are going to be start hashtag lifting. Yeah, yeah. You are we you, going to go to the same gym? By the way, are we going to go to the fitness first in Richmond? Or no, are we Tommy and I will have our AirPods on, and you'll be in another gym, and we'll just have you on <laughs> one eight, one of your each, and um, and you can work out with us. But you're not allowed in the same fucking gym, all right? <laughs> Do, you, um, I, I'm really keen to do the every single day changing the different thing. You know, like one day you do arms, one day you do Saturday you do legs. You just so want to be a bodybuilder. Cows. Do you, is is that like do, you don't have to be a bodybuilder to do that, right? No, it's just a split body routine. It's yeah. I you don't like it though, do you? No, I did it for years. I I did that, only that kind of training for five years um it's pretty hard on the body like to be able to condition yourself to be able to train just your biceps on one day and then just your back on another it takes a while but to isn't lead that into the it. whole isn't that the whole point though in the sense of if you're doing it to um what did they say you do it to something what's the thing you do it to until drop. you're exhausted to exhaust failure what's to failure yeah, yeah like if that's the idea isn't that like the if you're not doing that, then you're not fully sort of working your muscles. Oh, it, there's many ways to measure um, the like the workout. The one impact. of them is to yeah. one of them is to failure. Or if you're being really strategic, you can you know have a, a mapped out strength amount where you have to hit those numbers every single week. So I'm doing five reps, and I have to hit five sets of five reps. Otherwise, I've gone too heavy. And so the point is you don't want to go too heavy because you want to be able to next week progress slightly. And so you're looking at... But you still are doing it to failure, right? So no, like no, you can say, okay, no, I don't really? think that's to failure because you, the, the, work, the goal of the workout is to do five sets of five reps on 80 kilos. The next week is five sets of five reps on 82.5 kilos. And the whole thing is that you're not failing by the end of five. Sometimes you don't actually... You could go. I could do another three, but it's not the point of the workout because you you need to cons- you need to complete five sets of it rather than just going, you know, doing ten on the first. The next set you are doing like seven, and by the end you can hardly do four of the four reps of the same weight. That you know, and so you're building up this stamina across five sets of something. So there's so many ways of doing it, but we're not doing a mm. split routine. All right, mate. 
Don't get ahead of yourself. Well, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping for just being able to work on my... I watched a video that Matt Diavella uh, did uh, who created Minimalism, who we're going to have on the podcast in LA. Yeah. And he's... uh, One thing that I appreciate about uh, Matt is his uh, bicep uh, level. And um, is that biceps? Is that the thing? Is that a bicep there? And it's not... not called level. Are you talking about? Are you referring to size when you say level? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the level of his bicep. <laughs> the, you know, le- got big... the level of his bicep. <laughs> man, look at look at the level of that guy. Look how you know what how I mean. Levelly you know, that guy just, is. But he uh, in his YouTube video he was doing those split days. Yeah, and and I think it's, it is a good workout. The thing is, you mm-hmm. can sort of. You, you can go through the motions. It's hard, man. When you train five days a week, if you're actually, it's a lot of time. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. If you if if you're not working out at the moment, and you'll definitely it's only thirty minutes. But don't you think that it's? I reckon it's uh, elevated to be or to be this really scary thing where it's like when he was describing it, and when I've heard it described specifically doing those sort of split days or whatever it's called, it's like. Your focus, I like the idea that you are, where I get anxious at the gym is when you're going to all different things and fucking around. But the idea of being like, I've got 30 minutes, I just need to smash myself in this specific area. So I need to know that like, rather than, because I think that being targeted, I can really think about what I'm doing versus, I reckon if I just did a general workout, the first thing to hurt would be my back versus yeah. making sure that it's my arms or my legs or yeah. things like that. The, th- the reality is if I put you through a five-day split workout, you fucking wouldn't be able to walk by the end of the week. In term- Like your body would just ache and it wouldn't be because I've pushed yeah. you too hard. It's just because you're not conditioned to spend 30 minutes working a small muscle group like your biceps trying to get that yeah. level up. It's like some Do you think you're a Pokemon bit triggered game. by working with a lot of... Um, PT, like being a PT and working with a lot of people over the years? No, I, uh, not really. I think the reality is you won't stick at it if you start doing it. It's it's too painful. It, like I hurt. If I tried to do it now, I would hurt. I'm not conditioned to do it. So when I say I was doing it, it's because so I... So how does someone get started then? Well, you do a, a, a varied workout a few days a week to start conditioning yourself. And then you start getting used to experiencing pain and experiencing the feeling of having worked out your muscles and so then when you sort of have a have not you don't have an aversion to that because you understand that that's what happens when you are working out you can then mm. build up your threshold to feeling really uncomfortable because it's not comfortable um to feel like that all the time and so yeah i think i think for you it's just like you need to get clear you need to understand the workout um, I mm. get that. It, it is. It is. It is really good when all you have to do is do your biceps or do your chest, because it's like it's less load mentally. I've felt that as well when I rock up. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. I know. I've just got four, four exercises on this, and that's pretty straightforward. But remember, you're not by yourself, and it helps so much yeah. when you got someone there. That's why people paid me money. Just to, mm. I was literally just handing them dumbbells and telling, them, okay, yeah. now. So, because it it is, it's like half the battle is doing it, and if you, um, is rocking up to do it, and so if you've got someone to do something with, it's like this podcast. 
I've committed to this more than I have committed to exercise over the last five years, more, six years. Yeah. I don't think I've committed that <laughs> that hard to exercise. Um, mm-hmm. Before I was really trying to get that level up. It's like some game. Just like, yeah. look at bicep. It's just, <laughs> it looks like a uh, some sort of pie chart. There's the, the level of my biceps. There's the level of my glutes. Oh, need to raise that up. I'm a Tamagotchi. We, um, we tried to do an episode um, uh, earlier in the day, 6 a.m., and the uh, the internet fucked up. But we, we were speaking about industries that have lost trust and we're talking about real estate agents. We talked about dentists. We didn't speak about PTs at all. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm sure that people could relate because we would have, have, would have a bit of Harp's audience bleed over from being on his podcast. Yeah. Um, and I think that they're... I get dismayed, like the conversations that you and I have around health, I'm always triggered by because I feel like um, from day one, there's a limiting belief. Or, like I feel like I want to be able to be in control of my destiny. And I think that uh, sometimes personal trainers can put their own baggage of what they expect from you or I've seen this before and all that sort of thing. I don't like, I know what's going to happen versus, you know, most of this stuff is psychological. Like Mm. what's the difference between like, if that is the approach that I want to take and I'm going to be happy about it. And it's like, I feel like that's been the biggest struggle in my sort of gym PT uh, sort of life over the different years and going to different ones mm. is PTs trying to prescribe uh, what they want me to do versus maybe what I want to do that will mm. potentially get the similar results. Yeah. I, I, well, the trust's not there for the PT because you're not, you're telling, mm. you don't go to a PT to tell, tell them what you want to do half the time. In terms of you tell them what your goals are. And they're the expert to get you there the what that the way that they think it'll work for you. So there is a bit of that. Mm. Like you have to satisfy the customer in terms of sending them the in the direction of their goals, but you help them get there the way that you know it will work. Oh, hundred percent. Mm. You'll do. You'll get. Go, you'll reach. You know, success by doing a split five day a week routine. Mm. But then there's the knowledge base. You've never done it. It's like uh, yeah. half the battle with exercise is mental, as you kind of said. It's like, well, if if I know that it's mental and that that's a sure way to really screw with you, then it's probably not the way mm. to go. I, yeah, I don't know. I think, but I th- you're a shit client. I would have fired you because you're annoying. <laughs> well, you but sounded, but I think most even people that are like was that. Annoying. I think, <laughs> no, I think that uh, most people within especially with misinformation and with you know people reading books like uh you know stuff that say Tim Ferriss puts out there people are seeing themselves as self-experimenters and know-it-alls they read a book yeah. and all that sort of thing but i think that um what it probably also shines light on is uh people who might not know their shit or yeah. that might be you know it might question someone else's it's like the thing of um you know, I remember um, a dermatologist uh, telling telling me when I was 
a kid that like diet has nothing to do with um, mm. like having acne and stuff like that. And I still think about that. I'm like, it doesn't completely make sense because the food that we like, we are what we eat in the sense of like you know, the food that we consume is going to have some sort of impact on our body, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And so I think that even like there's these, um, I, I think it's interesting that thing of, you know, questioning people within these industries that have gone to school and they've spent a lot of time, you know, on these types of approaches. Would a, nutri- would a nutritionist suggest people do fasting to lose weight? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. And it, it depends on, um, I think... Yeah, the dermatologist one, that's that's an interesting one because he's got a point in, in respect to if you were a pubescent young child, there's mm. you're already fucked. You're probably getting pimples because yeah. you're going through uh, your pu- puberty and the hormones are going mad. But if you're also eating quarter pounders every night, it's probably going to make that worse. So that's it. Yeah. So he's taking the wrong approach there because it's like you you should be doing anything and everything to assist in some kind of a reduction of of the thing that you've got the problem with but pts there's plenty of people who've got no fucking clue and i was probably one of them mm-hmm. i was young but then it's like i had success with some clients that just stuck at what i was prescribing them and suggesting that they do outside of the sessions and they got results and so it is this fine but thing what most things get re- like brie and i were talking about she's looking at going to f45 um when we uh, get back to melbourne won't you get results basically if you do some movement and you watch your diet you're going to get results yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean and so that that's where i think the barrier is in some regards is it's like there's the um over intellectualization of the thing that you're trying to do versus doing the thing so it becomes this debate of oh like you know, it's like it's like a fat fuck on a bike mm. who is counting all the grams on his bike to make sure that he's got like, you know, the best sort of power to weight ratio when he could easily lose 40 kilos. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it seems like you're a bit misaligned in the sense of what you're, in the sense of what you're focusing on. F45 works if you stick at it, but, it'll, but if you do it constantly and it becomes normal for you, you need to change something about it and you know you can only work yourself so hard so then it's like after time maybe you switch to crossfit crossfit works mm-hmm. all these things work uh, but they if it becomes really like your results will diminish if you're doing the exact same thing and not changing it up and so that's where it's like it's a it's a slippery slope in the space of exercise because, mm. like, it, what if you start achieving success? It, like, have you? Are they actually in line with actual goals that you've set out? You look at bodybuilders. It's like they consistently are working towards something, but they don't know where that end is a lot of the time, unless they're competing. Because mm. it's like, then you get to this competition, you need to. That's the one day that you have to look unbelievable, and then it starts getting unhealthy. It's um, it's hard. That's why. For me, I've I've been down those paths, and I end up just go, my goal ends up being just go so I can because I know it's healthy for me, which um, mm. 
then it's like sticking on that. But I do like, and I'd like to do it with you, is actually trying to get some results because it, it does. You start being um, more thoughtful and you're sticking to something. You keep, you know, tracking your progress. And I just want, I actually, my goal is for you. Like I'll go to mm-hmm. the gym and I'll get results, but I just want to, want to stack at least five to six, maybe seven kilos of muscle onto you, onto your little skinny yeah. frame. Um, as much as <laughs> well, you I think, think that it's like it's the next what's well, the next step right it's the Fuck sense yeah. of um, for me it's been um, yeah about that weight loss thing for, the, and I feel yeah. like I've nailed that down and now I it's think time to upgrade um, to alpha mode baby yeah, yeah well I think that <laughs> it'll be interesting I think that there's definitely a um, I have done the funny thing is that in my whole life I've done so many different versions of an extreme diet that the idea of doing a bit of fucking chicken and salad and veggies is not a worry at all like to me that's like that's fine that's normal eating yeah so um but it's it's always integrating those things together i and until you actually do this stuff like i know like you don't have data from history of sticking to this stuff i've started to and like I don't do the thing that I fucking know I should be doing, right? In terms of the weight training and stuff, like I've got some photos of different stages of me committing to like low carb and lots of weight training and Mm -hmm. lots of protein. And like what I look like there compared to the next thing, it's like, so that's what I'm looking forward to, working this shit out with you. What worked best for you? Oh man, I looked so fuck. I, I I think low carb, like cutting out bread, rice, like in terms of what my body looked like and I remember how mm. I felt and I felt light and I think that was and I was training you know I was doing what I was doing all the other times pretty much just training hard and making sure that I was changing up the workouts and stuff anyway that definitely is what I need to do I eat too I'm mm. eating too many carbs far out but it's um, <laughs> but the problem is that I could actually get away with eating carbs it doesn't make me feel sick um, yeah. And uh, yeah. And so that's, that's the thing. I, it's, um, I can just, I eat bread and I, nothing really happens. Mm. Well, uh, there's the other thing, which is the faux gluten intolerance and shit like that, that people apply to themselves as a way to, um, to lose weight. Right. Mm. They're like, oh, I can't eat gluten or that sort of thing. It doesn't really sort of sit well, but I wonder how many, um, how many of those experiences like i went through italy eating you know pizza and pasta all the time and um i felt fine yeah i was all good and my body was ready for it yeah no reaction no did you like i even got heartburn from eating too much pizza like i felt like it's like fuck i just need a piece of green vegetable with no salt on it because that's Mm. (laughs) everything just feels (laughs) tastes salty meats my insides were cured meat. <laughs> yeah, I, the cured meat stuff worries me a little bit with the sort of research around you know, giving you cancer and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, super um, processed stuff. Yeah, I do. Um, that's one area that I've never been great at is the... Um, I don't actually mind the taste of vegetables, but it's just um, making it uh, a, a priority. Yeah, yeah. Everyone could easily increase their vegetable t- intake I don't think it hurt them uh, <laughs> if you had to put a news resolution right now 
put something that you've been thinking about or that you're not happy with and then a habit that you can implement that will, you know, help counter that, what would it be? Yeah, I, I um, think it's around the exercise stuff. See, here's the problem, right? I get I I get more people talking to me about my body when I have stopped training because I become like a fucking I get skinny, mm. and, and and it really stings. People point it out. Um, yeah. oh, you look so thin. It's like that's that's a compliment for most, but I yeah I'm just like not optimal at the moment mm. as I as I could be. Like I just yeah. if if I start weight training, I just look thicker. And I feel better, both mm. actually mentally and physically. So I think, um, yeah. I, and I've got you on board for this one, so I'm already doing yeah. it. Don't worry. So I'm going what's to the gym what's up. the habit? What's the what's the the change then? What's the actual implementable step? Yeah, um, split body routine. Back to the old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, of... I've actually done a U-turn on that. You're on the split body routine yeah. as soon as you get back, Josh. Mate, I, I want people, like, given we have <laughs> so many uh, PT health professionals uh, who listen to the podcast, hi at the dailytalkshow.com. What would, like am I am I completely crazy about this split routine thing? I bought the Arnold Schwarzenegger book a few years ago i reckon if i just lifted that with the weight that that book has <laughs> the size i could probably make some progress no you know what let's give it a crack if that's what you want to do we'll ease into it you will be sore but we'll ease we'll ease through a start with a three day start with a four day split but Actually, being no, sore is okay isn't it isn't that like the thing like yeah. if i feel sore then I know that I'm making progress. Nah, but... Versus like the, the what makes me feel shit is when you go to the gym and you don't feel anything. Yeah, I know. But I, I think it's just when you haven't done it, when you haven't yeah. done it ever, it is so painful. Like I, I... It was a strategy of mine not to do that to clients that were that were just freshly starting out. They will never come back. It is mm. It is that annoying. Remember, you've got jobs and you're holding cameras up and it's like you can be smart about it or you can just be mm. silly and try to, you know, yeah. You won't The walk. thing I can never get into is the protein shakes. I tried that. I did. I went to Virgin Active for I think oh, about yeah. two months, paid for a membership for a year. But um, <laughs> They're yeah, expensive guy, too. Yeah, the thing was that the, the guy I was training with, he had a completely different body type. So he was skinny trying to build muscle yeah and here i was probably could lose a couple of kg but also wanted to build muscle i think that probably the thing that's also happened is i've it's it's impossible to like i think to be doing some sort of calorically restricted diet and putting on um muscle mass so so like you gotta you gotta pick one right so Mm. i think that I'll be lean enough or, you know, I'll have low enough fat in the sense of for me to be able to say, actually, I can have, I can do 2,500 calories or whatever a day and do a a, um, a weight routine or whatever. A routine, is that what you call it? You can call <laughs> it that. Routine. Like, just like you can call bicep size level. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a level. Yeah. I can work on my bicep level. <clears throat> yeah. with a with a routine yeah yeah 
I feel like you've come around. I feel like you've softened since the, the start of this conversation. I just wear people down, which is great. <laughs> uh, it's a daily talk show. Yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday. Have a good day. And um, yeah, hi at the daily talk show.com. Oh, we did... Um, we did have an email, a, a couple of emails. We ha- we had um, one from Michelle who um, had a log line for us, which was uh, two guys, no beer." I think was the uh, was the title. Which yeah. maybe it could be two though. guys in a two guys in a dumbbell. <laughs> it's when- two guys, uh, two blokes minus the beer was what uh, she said. Oh, that's right. That's but, right. Um, close enough but there was also uh, her advice to uh, yesterday I was talking about um, secure Wi-Fi she was saying even with all of that there's still a bit of a risk and just to um, the best thing you can do is use your um, mobile data which um, makes sense but uh, when you're using as much data as old mate JJ uses downloading podcasts and YouTube and the way I said YouTube I sounded old then but um you're on the oldies um, tour bus yeah. <laughs> traveling yeah. the world. Got me. Every, every mouthful I take of this uh, drink bottle, I'm getting a little bit older. So <laughs> it's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good see, one. See you guys.